Hello and welcome to the Take the L podcast. I'm your host, Bavino Sullivan, and this summer we're bringing you an exciting three-part mini-series focused on Error 404, Love Not Found. The second episode will focus on disability dating, which is a more specific bump in the course of love, but hopefully we'll give a voice to those who have aced this in our audience and also give insight to people who have not. So I obviously don't have any experience as a disabled person dating, but I do have a friend who does and she's quite articulate and well-read. So we're gonna to listen to Rosie as she tells us about her story and the thoughts she has around this topic. Rosie, tell us, how's disability dating for you? <laughs> <laughs> it's very interesting. I was not born with um, a disability. I developed kind of a few different types of chronic illness when mm. I got older, mainly kind of due to something called Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. So I was quite unwell for many years, but I never identified as disabled. I didn't mm. realize that that was something I could. Yeah. Um, and it was only really maybe three years ago when I developed another illness and started to need um, mobility aids that I started to kind of connect the dots of, yes, well, actually. I'm now disabled. Yeah. yeah, I am disabled. And I think that's probably due to, you know, the general society perception of, you know, disabled equals mobility aids. Yeah, of course. Like you just picture someone in a wheelchair and that's yeah, someone who's disabled. Exactly. That's it. But in in kind of learning that, it really opened my mind and has come to help me a lot in managing and dealing with it and kind of seeing the world from a different perspective. So I mainly think of disability as obviously not something that's generally ideal, but a lot of the issues with disability are due to inaccessibility mm -hmm. you know the world is not made for people with disabilities yeah. and that really turns up in dating <laughs> <laughs> so i was dating obviously before as someone who was i would say almost like able to passing if yes. that makes any yeah. sense yeah um so i wasn't using uh, any mobility aids i just i looked fine I looked yeah healthy. this is when i met you as well like, exactly. in my first year of college yeah. yeah so like i could function to different kind of levels and that was fine but there were still some small issues within that in that like I would have to kind of really take into consideration what the activity of the date was so mm. you know I really have to mind my pain levels and my energy levels so I couldn't do something like you know let's go hike very yeah. far or yeah uh, let's sit in a field having a picnic all day because I need it to either have back support or lie yeah. down or this sort of thing there were yeah. small things but it was never anything that interfered hugely yeah um but since I have come into the world of being visibly disabled, it's really changed things. And mm. it's very interesting to have had both perspectives. Yeah. Um, I don't have to use the mobility aids constantly. Um, so I think that confuses a lot of people. Yeah. So, like, Are you faking it or something? Yeah, exactly. Kind of yeah. Um, I suppose you don't know what you don't know, but most of society has a really poor perception of disability. I think particularly at our age. Yeah. So broaching it with the guys is very, it's something I'm still juggling. Yeah, I was going to say like, how do you, so how do you, first of all, I imagine you're meeting people like the rest of us. Is it a lot of online? Is it a lot of yes. um, dating apps and things like that? Yeah. And then, so you're having a conversation with someone. Do you bring it up then? Do you bring it up when they ask you on a date? Mm -hmm. Like what, what's your, at the moment, how do you feel like you're broaching it? one thing I find kind of difficult is like I'm using dating apps and I have yeah. pictures of myself but none of these pictures have any pictures of me using a mobility aid yes yeah and that's one thing that I feel you know not true to myself slightly because yeah. it's not it's a part of me it's not something that's really necessarily going to change and it's something that I shouldn't be ashamed of yeah but guys 
just uh, just everyone you see me as able passing yeah. you know you could be attracted to me you might not be but as soon as you see me with a mobility aid I'm just a non-sexual being yes yeah I think that I would just be absolutely cut out of the running if I had any of those pictures up, which is just really it's not fair. Really not fair. Yeah, it's strange yeah. as well that you're natural, like you naturally want to put it away. You yes. know, when someone's like taking a photo of you, I can imagine. Yeah. But um, you're taught to be ashamed of it. I like the idea that you just suddenly become like non-sexual. I yes. like that's really interesting. I I know as well. Like say, imagine like we went on holidays recently, and one of the guys was on crutches, mm-hmm. and he was like, nobody's gonna come up to me because they're all on crutches. Yeah. Like, and he only he was only recovering from knee surgery. Like, mm-hmm. but he was like, I just know that nobody's gonna talk to me because yeah. I have crutches. <laughs> so, and I see like from an evolutionary standpoint, that makes sense. True, but yeah, we're slightly more evolved now. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still a whole interesting person who's living a whole If we can life have microwaves, like, people who have disabilities can be people. <laughs> yeah, like people with disabilities have sex, yeah. are sexual beings. Like it's, yeah. it's not something that is just automatically removed from you. Yeah. And have you found, this is going to be a bit of a strange question, have you found anyone who has a kink for it? I haven't, beca- I think particularly because I haven't been showing mobility aids, Yeah. but I do have a cousin who is a wheelchair user and she she very much says, yes, that is a thing. Yeah. And it's very hard, I think, to figure out the difference between, well, is this just someone who sees me as a person or is this just someone who is fetishizing me and like yeah. infantilizing me? And it's just, I think like I personally have a far easier time Yeah. Um, in, do- in dating than, um, my cousin who's a full-time wheelchair yeah. user yeah it's a very i don't know it's a very different game i guess like you were asking about how to do i bring it up yeah i don't know it really varies so like i kind of will see how the conversation is going mm. and sometimes i'll bring it up in the conversation particularly at the moment when i'm asked what do you do for work i'm not currently able to work yeah so then, that's a really yeah. yeah it naturally comes in there but also sometimes i don't actually want to be say it that fast yeah because you will be just ghosted straight away. Yeah, that's crazy, isn't it? But, you know... And you're fine, do you find that it happens a lot more after you've said it? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, because, like, when what people are looking for on, on dating apps is just something kind of light and breezy and easy. Uh, whereas, you know, there's, there's a bit more work in managing my life. Yeah. Automatically makes me seem, like, difficult and hard work. So then it's just yeah. cutting me out. You couldn't be arsed. Like. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, because um, like the next episode is going to be about ghosting. If anybody wants to stick on for that one, <laughs> just a quick plug. But I would like I don't know. I'm trying to think of myself in that situation where if I was talking to this person and they told me they were disabled or like had needed my mobility aids and stuff, I'd just be like, oh, that's impossible for me. I don't think yep. I could do that. Which I think is like a bias that we all face, just because we don't mm. see a lot of uh, disability representation in general. Uh, and the ones we do tend to be these tragic stories. Exactly. I the only exposure I've had to disability dating and kind of like normal terms ish mm-hmm. is on the TV show Undateables, which was on Channel Four, which by its very name sounds pretty bad and sounds pretty belittling and a bit derogatory. Mm-hmm. Now Channel Four have come out and defended this by saying that it's meant to be the so- society's perception of these people, rather than what they are saying about people with disabilities Mm -hmm. but that would be my only kind of now this ran for 11 seasons like people were heavily interested in this but I suppose that's my only even the clips I've seen from it and things like that it does seem to be a bit like oh look at them yeah Uh, do you get that reaction off people ever do you get kind of 
infantilizing or yes um thanks for trying kind of vibes yeah or kind of what is known often in kind of the disabled community as like the super crip where you're like wow look at her she's so inspiring that she's Mm. able to go out and date she's just so inspiring i'm going no like i'm just (laughs) i'm just just trying to get my goal like I'm just trying to go out and meet someone. Yeah. Same way you are, like. Yeah, I don't need a pat in the back from this. Yeah. <laughs> but it is quite condescending and infantilizing. Like yeah. it just makes you feel like a child going, "Oh, well done, you did it." Yeah. Um, but I personally haven't seen any of the undateables. Um, yeah. so I probably I can't really comment on whether, you know, it's a case of you're laughing with or the at, people yeah. on the show or at them or you know even is it a mix? So. Yeah, and I think a very important part of that is listening to the voices of the disabled people. Say, like for example, the people on that show. Yeah. Like, are they okay with that title? Yeah. Are they okay with what is being said about them? Yeah, they've you signed know, up for this. At the end. The, of the there day, is yeah. very often an automatic reaction from the abled community of like, oh my god, that's awful, without actually listening to what the disabled people are saying. Yeah. As so as a way to try to kind of. I don't know, be a hero and protect people, but you're actually doing more harm yeah. than good. I get that a lot with disabled parking spots. Yeah. Where people I get given out to for by from high hell if I don't use my cane. Um, <laughs> Coming out of the car. Yeah. Oh my god, the amount of people, especially elderly people, I think they're just jealous that they, <laughs> they don't have the parking and I do. <laughs> um but yeah, and as well. I'll be in the car and someone will give out to me and I'm going, you can't see if I have yeah. even have legs. Yeah. <laughs> you, you don't know. Anything. You don't know me. I haven't gotten out and walked yet. Like yeah. <laughs> I have this sticker for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> I also just don't expect young people to need yes. disabled parking and things like that. Like it's just an instant reaction. And the same with again, um, disabled assistance in the airport, like two yeah. days ago, I was coming back from Zurich and the man at the desk was talking to the guy who was assisting me and in German he said to the other guy is she actually disabled not knowing that I understood yeah and the other guy just shrugged <laughs> I was like what do you think disabled look like looks yeah. like do I have to fill a requirement yeah. do you want me to limp <laughs> do you want me to limp <laughs> I'm actually really good at limping <laughs> but that again that is actually something I will do sometimes coming out of my car if I feel well enough to not use my cane yeah just so people leave me alone <laughs> I will put on That's a limp. insane. And it's awful that I feel like I have to do that still. Yeah. Despite being confident about being disabled and feel quite confident to uh, mm. give a shout back at someone who's <laughs> going to be rude of me for parking. I still feel the need of just, oh, I can't deal with anyone today. I'm just limping. I'm going to limp. Yeah. That's insane that you're, that's your life, that you have to do that because people are bad. <laughs> people in their very core are just annoying. <laughs> but they mean well, oh. I don't know. But then again, that's a very awkward thing while dating of like, say we're going somewhere nice and I park in that, in a disabled parking spot and then someone comes up and starts giving out to me. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> this is the first date not and you get to see me shout back at a stranger. <laughs> it's not a great impression. Um, I wonder as well, like, do you run the risk of some people like say you go out on a date or whatever they find out that you have a disability and do they feel like they need to keep dating you out of pity out of, yeah. out of pity or just like don't want to see like I'm not breaking up with you because you're disabled I yeah. actually just don't like you yeah uh, <laughs> but they can't do that <laughs> exactly it's a lot to kind of navigate and get right but yeah. I, there are a lot of very nice people out there who you know are willing to kind of see see it still not not you're as a, a negative part yeah. of me but 
there's I think a lot that say particularly the media can do to change the perceptions um, of people with disabilities yeah like, stop killing all the disabled people in films oh my god please <laughs> they're fine please, please let us in. be happy yeah. <laughs> okay so um, on that lovely note <laughs> We're going to wrap up there. So thanks for listening. If you have any questions, please feel free to get in contact and follow us on take the L underscore podcast on Instagram. And you can find us on Spotify, Apple podcast and on SoundCloud. Thank you.